Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello and welcome back to the FPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always with me is my trusty co-host, Rob Landrin. What's going on, Rob? Uh, I'm doing well. You know, I'm disgruntled. You know, I was hoping for a little bit more uh, fantasy fun this summer, and I- I'm-, I'm not happy. And you know what? I think the-, the universe of the people who are fantasy, you know, in the fantasy know are just not appreciative of the, of the UEFA official game. I mean, Kevin, are you feeling the same vibe from people? I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm, getting... I'm not hearing a lot of positives. We had a couple of tweets into us asking us if our league wasn't working. I was like, if it makes you feel any better, it's not our league. It's the entire game. What do you mean? We're running this whole thing. It's Everybody te- text or email or tweet us. It's our fault that this thing is not <laughs> user-friendly. There is zero research capability um, they don't update their numbers very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't think anyone actually truly understands the transfer or I substitution. Can, I swear to you, I confirmed a transfer to Duba right before, like the night before that Russia match. I was on mobile and I, I thought I did it, and then I woke up in the morning and it hadn't gone through. Well, I, I've I've had similar problems. Uh, I've changed I changed my team on you know my laptop computer, and then I went on my 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 iPhone to see what my team looked like and it would my um, the team on my iphone reverted back to before i set it on my my laptop so there's something wrong with the transit translation here and, and i've officially named this since it's in france this is the cirque de soleil fantasy game <laughs> cirque de soleil the fantasy game that's that's some great naming jobs you, you got right there man i mean i got the chops you know i i'm it, it makes me sad that I'm I'm like one sixty fourth French, so um, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm hiding that. It's like a, it's like a dash of French in me, but you know, I I don't I don't know how anybody's getting along. You know, I mean, the game yeah, the game should be fun. It's played similar to what everyone's used to playing on on FPL, but I think the site I didn't think they I don't think they they anticipated either the traffic they they were getting or. You know the user capability that people are used to, and having the capability to overcome that. Because the game, it's it's the perfect word for it is wonky. It's it's wonky. Yeah, it hasn't gone very well at all. Um, <laughs> we could just keep complaining about the game if you like, or we can just talk about our teams. I, the the game has been just a shambles. I'm really disappointed that there's no um, usage of bonus points in any way. Um, on top of that, and as far as actual players go, very few have done more than earn six points in a game. We yeah. saw Pyatt do it. Um, I'm sure there are others, but like you said, it's impossible to research. When yeah. you the game. It, oh, wait, it, Bale, Bale has two, but not in a single game. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the Romanian uh, guy scored two uh, that were yeah. both penalties. Yeah. But yeah, th- there haven't been huge points. Like uh, my highest scoring players uh, are Bale, obviously, but then uh, Hector and Pizek. 
Because mm-hmm. both of them have two clean sheets thus far. Yeah, exactly. So that's not going well. De Bruyne obviously struggled in the first one. I'm captain. Now he's listed as doubtful, but I, I doubt that he's doubtful. I, I think we'll definitely yeah, see no, him. He's got, he's got to play. Belgium yeah, needs him to play. The crazy frustrating thing today is Cathcart on the bench. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, it was a brilliant win for Northern it Ireland. It was. I loved, the, I loved every second of that match. You had the hail. You had that weird substitution that never went through. Mm-hmm. That match had it all. That was so fun. You know, and then the, the only, goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheers on the lads for their first uh, European victory since 1982. So yeah, that, it was, that was an awesome moment. And on three points, and that second goal to get them up to uh, positive goal difference, that... That could be huge when it comes to putting down which of those third place teams go through. So, oh, very, I mean, very pleased for them. They could still push for the group there, Kev. I mean, if oh, they yeah, tie Germany and you, if, and, uh, if they Poland tie Germany or beat or end up beating Germany, I mean, they could end up winning <laughs> that group. It's a possibility that they can end up winning the group. Unlikely though, if you're trying to put money on stuff, don't yeah. think that we told you to, to put money on Northern I mean, Ireland if, against. Germany. I mean, if you're stumbled out of a pub and you find five quid in your pocket and you're like, oh, Maine. Yep. Let me bet, let me bet on the NI. Yep. Also, uh, ended up being very fortunate that I put Milik on the bench to get Andre Gomez in, who looked brilliant in Portugal's match. Mm-hmm. Um, I, wa- I wonder who called. I, I believe I wonder who called. The- oh, yeah, it was me. Oh uh, well, yeah, it was. Um, but I called Milik, who has been terrific, and then in this match was everywhere. And the only thing he couldn't do was put the ball in the freaking net. Yeah, three opportunities that they just have to be goals. They have to be, and yeah. a part of me is kind of glad that he didn't score them because, like I said, he was on my bench. But that that match did not end up going the way I nor many people thought it would uh, yeah. with a nil nil draw, which is great because I thought I had transferred out peace check, uh, and that didn't happen. So he stays in my squad for whatever reason uh, and gets me those six points. You and I had talked about the transfer mm-hmm. system before the game started and how I was saying. Um, you can replace players that have already played with ones that haven't played yet. That does still work. I, I'm pretty sure I had an auto-sub that didn't go through the way it should have for Mangala last week when he didn't play. I, there's, I just have so many... Yeah, it's wonky. I take I'm telling you, it's wonky with this game. Umbridge. That's such mm, a good word. Thanks. Also, Harry Kane, wow, that's not gone well at all. Uh-uh. He's going to be the first transfer out for me. There's no way he starts the next match. No, absolutely not. It's Stur- I think they – you know what? I saw enough from Sturridge in this game to, yes. to believe that Sturridge is the fir- is the guy that plays up top. It should be them. Sturridge and Vardy up top. It really should. Well, yeah, I think, I think we've saw, that. I, yeah, I think <laughs> we've seen enough of Raheem Sterling doing absolutely oh, nothing. Goodness. Absolutely nothing. $70 million. For him, seventy million. Just fathom that seventy million. Worth it? Said no one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that obviously hasn't gone well. Della Ali does get the dive slash assist um, on the Sturridge goal. He he was trying to force the issue way too much. I, I think it's entirely possible he gets dropped as well. Um, Walker and Rose have been tremendous, uh, but England can't keep a clean sheet, so kind of mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Well, we talked about that in the lead up to this. You know, they're going to score goals, but they're going to give up goals. There's, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 if there's any value in the defense. It's probably in Chris Smalling only because he, he might luck himself into a headed goal. Yeah, they but keep he's, targeting he, him on the yeah, set pieces. Yeah, he's just, you know, but he's doing his job defensively. Just the people around him are getting beat a little bit. But, but like you said, Walker and Rose have done a phenomenal job on the on the defensive wings. Yeah, uh, we talked about it before the tournament started about the German midfielders. I was leaning Cruz, you were leaning Otzel. Uh, if you could go back and pick one now, which way would you go? 
Um, I'd, I'd pick Cruz now. I, I actually switched up my team before the first game went off, and I actually put both in my team. So I have oh, Cruz both. and Otsel. So, um, um, yes, but unfortunately, I was confused by the whole the whole transfer thing, going back on what you said before, that people are kind of confused on what to do with the transfers and stuff. Mm. Um, basically, what you have to do, and I'll, this, is a, this is what I've basically figured out on my own stupidity from trying to figure out my own team when I was trying to transfer in guys after the first round of games. Basically, after every team plays one game, you can bring in one transfer for no penalty. That's the basic rule. So anybody else you want to bring after that is, is the typical FPL bonus min- or FPL transfer bonus of minus four for every additional transfer that you want to bring in. So after everybody's games have played, so Monday, so Sunday night into Monday before the first game kicks off on Monday, you can you're allowed one free transfer. So Everybody listening to this, listen to it again on Sunday night and use this as your reminder. Set your, you know, send yourself an email tickler or something and uh, make your one free transfer or multiple transfers uh, to set yourself up. But be wary because I, I just mentioned this to, this to Kevin before we, we went on recording. Um, we were talking about how Dimitri Payet is probably the, the one guy that everybody should own. But Kev, now that France has has clinched and they have really nothing to play for in their third game, do do you see any any big sits from France since they do have some fantasy potential there? Yeah, it's going to be a, a really weird one. Like you know, I was planning on taking Mangala out because he hasn't played the first two matches. But now you're thinking with rotation, could this be the one where he gets in? Like you said, Payet and and I mentioned at the top of the show, Payet has been the only stud really thus far. Um, and yeah, it's entirely possible he gets rested. Obviously, we saw Griezmann and Pogba get rested, which uh, might be it might behoove you as as a um, person owning Payet, just because maybe Deschamps has learned that lesson because he tried to sit people against Albania and that backfired pretty dramatically. Much like Roy Hodgson ended up having to make substitutions for players that maybe should have been on in the first place. Um, so it's possible that Payet plays, but unfortunately, there's still like a 30% chance that he doesn't. And you you know he's going to be the most added player, so just just mm-hmm. kind of be wary of that. Don't think that you're automatically getting the points he's already gotten um, just because you know he's done well. But th- there is this possibility that he doesn't start up front. Um, speaking of forwards that were struggling, like I was doing with Milik earlier, Giroud was everywhere, couldn't get a header on target for his entire life. Are, are you completely out on him now? Yeah, I'd I'd rather have a. I think that the the cream for the forward ranks is is what it should be. If you should own Bale, you should own Ronaldo, and you should probably look for cheaper options across the midfield. I think that's the I think that's the 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 system of play that I'm probably going to run with when I figure stuff when I'm allowed to change my team around if they ever let me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you know what. You know, Christian, uh, Christian Bale, Gareth Bale. I always say Christian. I always, I'm Batman. But, um, where is he? Where is he? I'm, oh, that's the Batman. That's, that's Bane. Where's oh, the call? Yeah. Where the <laughs> Uh, yeah, but the cream is showing who they are. Unfortunately, you know, Bale's price tag doesn't, you know, condone everyone to own him. That's why his, his ownership was so, you know, minute heading into the first rounds of games. Mm. But, um, you know, after this round, I, I would I would seriously think about shifting everyone's funds to paying for the top guys. Um, I know, don't know. Only- I, I might actually count that, especially with the forwards. Very few of the high price forwards have gotten you anything of of return. 
Like well, your Ibrahimovic's, your Mueller's. Uh, I guess uh, uh, Giroud did get one in the first one. Who else was up there? We can't tell you because it isn't viewable on the site right now. Because um, I, I just just off the top of my head, I feel like a lot of those high price guys didn't work out. Also, um, I I do feel bad about telling everybody to pick up Artem Zuba. Uh, they just can't get him involved at all. No, nope. he's they so have no far money to get him the ball. from everything else. It's, they were they, they got devastated before the the world this the World Cup. This, uh, I'm just bad. <laughs> I'm all sixes and sevens right now. Uh, before the tournament started with injuries, you yeah, know, guys that were facilitators yeah. to him. Yeah. This they, they, you can see it in their buildup. They just don't have anything. Their veteran, you know, buildup guys are just gone, and they're trying to make a patchwork thing. Yeah. And it's a shame because he's he's a monster. He's just a yeah. But yep. you know, I I don't know. I, this this game is. It, I'm kind of forty percent of me is actually turned off to the to this to this fantasy game right now. Yeah, but yeah. I'm still enjoying it because it's giving me something to do. Yeah, uh, we're, we've had to change up our Euro coverage on the EPL roundtable, so I'm having to do that daily. So it, it's really pulled my focus away from how angry I was at this fantasy game. <laughs> but uh, it, it is it is really, really poorly designed. Uh, all right, I talked about my team there a little bit. Why don't you run us through uh, what's going on with you guys? Uh, me, I'm, you know, I've, I've been relying on, uh, I think Boateng is my best defender. You know, Germany's played well. He's probably one of their more owned, better defenders. So can't really go wrong there. Um, I'm banking on Austria turning around. I still own several. Uh, I made a switch at goal. I had Elmer in the first game, and they they crapped the bed for me, giving up two goals. And so I switched in De Gea. They have a tough match against Turkey, but it's not a game that Spain shouldn't win. So I also brought in Juan Fran off the bench, and I'm playing 4-4-2 with uh, Juan Fran and De Gea trying to double up there. So that's my... That was my switching around of my roster. Um, Transfer-wise, I actually made a transfer after the first games. Um, I, I I wasn't impressed by what Belgium did at all. They, you know, De Bruyne was doing enough, but he just couldn't find anybody in a position where they could do anything with. Um, I was kind of banking on the fact that people were probably completely soured on Romelu Lukaku from probably the FPL season, and. Uh-huh. I brought him in. Um, I, I I had a feeling about Morata before the tournament started, and he got subbed out in the 63rd minute, and he just looked like he was not interested in anything that was going on with the Spanish play, and I think the manager noticed that. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Morata doesn't even start the next game. Um, I know he was he was he was harboring an injury there, so it could have been that. But do you think they'll yeah. false nine it? I, I I don't know. I mean, they have enough talent in the midfield that they probably could. Um, but um, I've I've jumped ship on the Murata boat, and I, I brought in Lukaku only because um, Belgium this they need this game. It's against Ireland. Ireland struggles awfully against big the big donkeys up in the front. You saw it in the game against Sweden. Ibrahimovic was having his way in the box, trying to muscle guys out. Uh, I could see him doing the same as that. I know he's not the same talent level as Ibrahimovic, but you know he's of the same ilk. And he's a bulky player, so yeah. So I'm running a four-four-two. De Gea in the goal, Boateng. Uh, I brought in Denayer, Fuchs, Juan Fran. I have De Bruyne, Cruz, uh, Rafa Silva, and Ozil through the midfield. Uh, Lewandowski's been a big disappointment for me. I thought he was going to at least get net some goals. I know it's a tougher group, tougher defensive. Yeah, uh, but they're matchup. just locking up on him. Milik has loads yeah, of space. Absolutely. Everything's going to him. So they're playing. They're playing over and under. They're playing over under on him, and he can't do anything unless he gets the ball. And he's get. 
the, the couple times where I saw he got the ball, he's 25, 30 yards out from goal, and he's not going to do anything from there. That's not his game. Uh, and then Lewandowski and Lukaku up top. Um, you know, I'm hoping for something, but I'm not really too confident because, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. You know, the games, the, the clean sheets have been, you know, I think one third of the, the games so far completed have been clean. So, mm. And then the Germany know, Poland game was the first no, no. Yeah. So, I mean, defensively is winning this, this tournament. If you're playing from a looking to make money and or win a jersey from us, yeah, uh, interesting but, but yeah. point. Do you think people? Because you know we we talked about this during the doubles during the FPL season, where one was better for attackers and one was better for defenders. Do you think you, you mentioned you're rolling four four two? Do you think that that's something that people should be looking to do when they get to start making transfers again? Yeah, I would absolutely look at bolstering your defense with teams that have uh, brilliant matchups like. You know, you know. Look at look at Spain this week. They're playing Turkey, and then looking ahead to to next week. You know, next week's fixtures starting Monday. Um, you, you know, you probably have to jump till Tuesday. You could look at the Pol- uh, the Polish defenders. Ukraine didn't didn't look like they had enough to to do anything. Yeah, and Jarmolenko uh, and uh, and uh, wow, Konoplyanka have both been mm-hmm. very disappointing. I, I thought mm-hmm. heavily about bringing one or both of them in. Obviously did not, and that's proven to be a godsend. But yeah, I like Germany against Northern Ireland that day yeah. as well. And Spain, Spain plays Croatia. That's definitely a winnable, clean game for them. So I'd look to bring in a Spanish defender. I don't know, and man. Croatia looked pretty good. They, they do, they do. But you know, Spain has enough. Like we we said in the build up to this, that Spain yeah. has enough veterans in the back that you could roster any of them, and they they'd be sufficient. I mean, look at the the pass. I, I believe uh, Ramos had over ninety or something completed passes in the first half of that game, uh, the first game that Spain played. So, so they're definitely running through a, a a higher line that Ramos is getting that involved with passes. Uh, moving on to the Wednesday games, you know Portugal's defense against Hungary. I I could see you bringing in somebody there. Uh, Italy showed enough that I think that you know you could probably take a chance on like a Chiellini. Yeah, but you know that Shane Long's going to ruin it. Like he's yeah. going to score once, they're going to lose, but he's going to score a goal just to ruin everyone's fantasy. Oh, I, I hope he does. That would be awesome. But you know, I'm just spring, picking out games that could you know Ireland's not really bulging the old onion bag. So um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple, just, there's a couple matchups. You know, Poland, Turkey. I could see Spain, Portugal, Italy. Bringing one of the defenders from those those five games, those look like favorable matchups for you after the this second round of games completes and starts on Monday. You know the Monday fixtures: Slovakia, England. I don't trust either of those defense. That game could be two two. Uh, Russia and Wales. You know, you'd really trust any a, a Welsh defender. You know what? You know what? Of, of those four, I trust like someone like Ashley Williams the most. Because we've seen so little from Russia in attack. Although, oh, if, I don't know if you remember this, uh, when I used to always talk about how Swansea were really poor at defending set pieces and, and taller forwards, this yeah. is it's Ashley Williams is the problem there. So, who squarehead Williams with his back back pass to the goalie today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, just look at the matchups. It's still the same, same as it always is. Never changes. Just. You know, go with your first gut. If you think it's a good matchup, look at the betting odds. That's another way to look at things. Mm. You know, bookie, bookies are in business to make money. They're not idiots. Yeah. You know, uh, so what do you, look what at. What do you think about Sigurdsson? He, um, he was doing a lot more defensive work than I think anybody that owns him in fantasy was hoping. It's why they got a result, but 
Yeah. Um, you know, Iceland, they, they play well as a team. Um, and I think that he is slotting into a role of a more defensive guy because they don't have as much talent up top. So I think he gets sucked into the back to get the ball sooner from the defenders or the goalie. I think that was just what was going on. I mean, yeah, he did. He was very, he was way behind the ball a ton, but I think that was probably a plan. So he could probably get the ball enough. And, you know, maybe he wanted to stay by Ronaldo a lot to get his Jersey and then get told to go to hell. <laughs> that was the plan. That was the plan. All I mean, along. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty funny story, but I mean, this whole, this whole swapping kits at, after the game is kind of dumb. I mean, really, come on. I don't know. I, I enjoy it in international competition. Like, obviously, don't do it with your clubs. But you, you, they, these 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 fellows make enough money that they can go buy a game used Ronaldo jersey <laughs> to break the news to everybody. That seems weirdly circuitous, but sure. Um, yeah. So I'm currently on 72 points. I've fallen off the pace quite a bit. Um, Neil Walker just hit a home run, by the way, against the Pirates. Womp womp. Um, so yeah, 72 points, not doing that great, largely bolstered by my defense. Uh, hopefully, I can make a change, apparently. Uh, I did see somebody online advising people to use their wild card. Is there a particular round you're waiting to use that in? Um, well, after this round is complete, you have an unlimited amount of tra- uh, transfers to basically redo your whole team. Hmm. So after the, you know... The- you have an unlimited amount, and then I believe when the quarters start, I believe you get four or, or six, and then after that you get two. So I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, you could use your wild card. I, if you're going to use it, I'd probably use it on sun like now. I'd probably use it now. If you hate your team enough that that you need the change and you don't want to take a minus, you might as well do it now because with the amount of transfers that you're allotted for the you know the the quarters and the semis, I, I don't see you making six moves. In, in with with only eight teams left or ten, you know, yeah. four teams left. So yes, do use your wild card now. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, uh, we can talk a little bit about league stuff. Like I said, I'm I'm on seventy two. I'm dwindling somewhere in the forties. Uh, I didn't look where you are, so whatever. I'm, I'm at sixty. Is. The the uh, overall leader is uh, Blue underscore Nation. Big shout out. He's got one hundred and fourteen points. Way to go! That's what happens when you Captain Pyatt. Yeah, it's absolutely. A, a pretty good. Yeah, Adil Rami did well for him as well. Hector, mm-hmm. who I also have, which, by the way, I liked Hector's price. You know, I was a big Benedict Huedes guy coming into the tournament, and then I got talked up to Hector. During today's match, they said he's never scored or assisted in international competition. <laughs> so even though he's already got me 12 points, now I'm eyeing him, and I'm like, dude, come on. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, he also got the assist from Ali that was half dive, half accidentally trundling the ball over to Sturridge. Uh, I've seen many people say if he intended it, it was a brilliant pass. Uh, sure. Sure. Listen, I'm pretty heavily biased for Tottenham. And I, don't, I don't know about all that. What do, you, um, what do you mean pretty heavily biased? Come on. Only somewhat. You liar. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I uh, pass on Erickson in our experts draft, okay? so Yeah. yeah. We can talk about that. You want to oh! go... Yeah, you want to get, yeah, give everybody a little talk about peek? our teams. I don't want to have to like go through everyone. No, we're not going to go through everybody's picks, but oh, me and no, Kevin are partaking. Do. Oh yeah, explain it while I look it up. Yeah. So yeah, so me and Kevin are partaking in a in an in an off you know offline draft amongst uh, ten other experts in the FPL community. Uh, it's based on the the play Taga's scoring system. Uh, basically, it's just ten guys drafting fifteen players. Basically, like you're drafting a, a FPL official game team, but with Taga scoring. Um, 
so yeah i mean we're just going through it right now i believe when we're like round six or seven it's really slow people keep picking uh random guys and listening to transfer rumors too often and bringing in you know the like Zlatan went first and, overall yeah a yang got picked i mean he's not coming to the premier league guys uh so if you're listening to this i'm not mocking your pick i'm just saying you're dumb <laughs> Although it is a mock draft, so the yeah, mocking so, would well, you're be... making you're doing a good job of mocking yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good to it's good to be speculative, but I mean, I mean, so uh, I mean, any questionable, really questionable picks for you? And so far, since we're in like round six or seven, yeah. Uh, well, quick, let's just do the first, the top ten, and just talk through it sure. quickly, and then sure. our current teams. Um, so the first ten were Ibrahimovic, Utsil, Payet, Kane, KDB, Vardy, Aguero, Mares. Hazard, and then I took Alexis Sanchez because there's no Arsenal ban on me anymore. We're free. We did it. So yeah. the bad ones, Ibrahimovic, number one overall. Uh, we haven't. He's 35 years old, coming to a league he hasn't played in before, where they already have Marshall, Marshall, Martial, Rashford, and Rooney. I'm not. You know what? Their forwards are now exactly what their midfield was last year. I'm not saying that none of them will be good, but you tell me who's getting playing time. Actually, I will. It's Martial because he can play on the wing. But I'm not a huge fan of that one. Utsil, two, perfectly fine with wins you assists. Pied mm-hmm. at three, also perfectly fine. The guy that picked him was worried that he'd get transferred. I don't see that happening at all. Um, I know he's having a great Euros. Maybe PSG come in with a crazy pants bid. But you know, I, 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 I question that, too. I don't see uh, – I don't understand what people are not seeing about West Ham. West Ham is a big club now. Yeah, the I hate Fugoli to break- signing was a nice one. He's temperamental and, and was yeah. He's a he's a but. nice you know depth depth signing. Also, the fun thing, which uh, we'll get more into when we talk about our individual teams, is it forces Antonio into a defensive role, which makes him easily a top five defender for me. Mm-hmm. Easy. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Otso fine, Payet fine, Kane fine, wins you goals. De Bruyne perfectly fine with Vardy. Would you have? Taking him in the first round without knowing where he is, um, I wouldn't have taken him before I before Sergio Aguero, who I took the pick right <laughs> after. Correct. Yep, that's an excellent shout. Um, Mares fell to eight. That's a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, Eden Hazard was an interesting one. You're you're a Chelsea fan. Are you confident that a he stays and b he'd play well in Conte's system? I think he at this point. It's completely up in the air because I think if Chelsea get get enough good enough offer for him from like a like a PSG or another you know big big name club, I I think they take it. The only problem is you they'd have to allocate that money somewhere and replace him. And I don't know where they're gonna where they're gonna bring in you know Mctarian. You know I I mean I don't know who they're gonna bring in to be the the role that Hazard well, I plays. I have an interesting idea for you. You uh, still own Juan Cuadrado, who Conte loves. Uh, so it, now I, you have him, William, and Pedro. Yeah, like you I mean, already have the in-house replacement. I, I'm, I'm just. I'm yeah, just, no, I, I agree. I, I mean, I'd rather have Hazard than any of the names you mentioned. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah, for sure. But you know, I, I, I took last in last year's draft that we did similar to this. I you took, took Hazard one overall, one, over, right? one overall. Yeah, which was which at the time was was, was, a, right was a consensus. It was a consensus yeah. thing. Player of the year and such. Yeah, you know, uh, and unfortunately, he just crapped out you know it the one thing that fears me about you just mentioned Riyad Mahrez uh, Mahrez to me is is a very similar player that he could just completely disappear like True. like Hazard did last you know last year uh you know they basically play the if same Marty kind leaves, of role Mahrez is a second or third rounder yeah 
if 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 Vardy leaves, Morris may leave. I mean, that's true. Yeah. I mean, it could be because, like a Southampton thing where like. I think Lilana was the first out the door, and then it just opened the floodgates, and Callum Chambers left, and uh, I mean, because uh, if they're going to, I mean, if they're going to take money from from for Jamie Vardy, and they're you know they're going to get 20, 20 plus million for Jamie Vardy. To be fair, if it, you're team building, twenty million for a twenty nine year old striker that's only ever had one good season, it's a ton of money. Yeah, it's a ton of money. Right. But if somebody if some if somebody came in and said, "Listen, we'll give you fifty million for Mares," yeah. Which isn't which isn't because think about it. They gave Raheem Sterling seventy million. Is is Riyad Mahrez worth fifty million? Then absolutely, I think he is. Yeah. Um, I do just want to uh, touch on my next pick. I was the snake in a snake draft. For those who don't know, you draft You're one to snake. ten, ten to one. Um, I took Roberto Firmino over Christian Eriksen, which was surprising to many people, including uh, John Wallen, who's been on the show plenty of times, because he's a Firmino lover, and he was right behind me. He assumed that I would take Eriksen, and he'd get his man Firmino. The reason I took Firmino, as I told you, because you freaked out, and you hate Firmino with every fiber of your being, is that without any European competition, and with the possibility of Coutinho leaving... And him only having to play, you know, 38 matches, because I don't think he'd be playing in the early rounds of the Capital One Cup, maybe the FA Cup, but that doesn't start till January. I think Firmino is in the very enviable position that Payet was in last year, mm-hmm. where you knew when you brought him in the first week of the season mm-hmm. that you could keep him in your team throughout all of it. Obviously, he got injured, which kind of scuppered that a little bit, but I think that's the kind of situation Firmino's in. Almost double digits and goals and assists. I just think that Firmino could be in for a big year. <laughs> I did have somebody say that's a great pick if um, Sturridge can stay fit. I'm not dumb enough to make a selection based on if Sturridge can stay fit. Yeah. Um, that seems like a very unnecessary gamble. Uh, but I just thought it was worth noting that that I think that there's more value there. Also, if Tottenham are planning on competing in the Champions League, Christian Eriksen is a big part of that. And he is not the athlete the rest of the players in the squad are. Mm-mm. He is very technical, but I do not think he has the legs. And we see it every year towards the end of the year. He does not have the legs to do full-time Champions League and full-time Premier League. So I think he's going to miss some minutes. He'll be a little less effective when he's on the pitch. Anyway, a lot of people gave me crap for that pick, and I just thought I should yeah. explain myself. No, I thought it was a good pick. I mean, I wanted Dele Ali, Dele Ali to fall to me in my, with my second-round pick, but he got picked right the pick right before me, so I couldn't take him. Um, so I ended up going with, I went striker, striker, because you know what? You can't lose if the guys score goals. You get tons of points because the guys score goals. So I'm basically very goal scorer heavy in this draft. Yeah. You know, I went because I also have two forwards, but mine aren't actual forwards in the official game and may get position changes this year. They might. Uh, Sanchez and Firmino both listed mm-hmm. as forwards in some format. Yeah. All right, so uh, but yeah, uh, you, you mentioned that your first two picks, uh, who else do you got thus far? And, uh, maybe a sneak peek as to who you're eyeing. Uh, yeah, my first two picks, I went Aguero and Lukaku. I'm looking for goals. That's all. My next couple picks, I went more guys in the midfield that score goals for their team. And a guy that I, uh, is probably very similar in a similar situation to Firmino. He's not the talent that Firmino is, uh, but he plays for Stoke and Stoke is going to, don't know, they don't have qualified for anything else, but they finished high enough in the table that I, that they're coming around. And I think they have, he has enough talent around him. That's Marco Arnautovic. Uh, he's going to score goals. He'll get, he'll be, he'll give some assists, but he won't give you tons. Uh, yeah. So he'll, he'll anchor my midfield with Andre AU, who's, you know, is a quality pick. He's going to give you probably, you know, 12 and six. I mean, that's 
tentatively, mm. and then I got and then I backed it up with two defenders, highest scoring defender in this format, Vic, uh, Virgil Van Dyke. Can't go wrong, you know he's a he's a stud, bona fide stud and a certified G. Um, and then Chris Smalling, who's basically is another top ten scoring defender. I was so, I was really hoping on him landing to me. I, I was going to go Lamella and and Smalling, and then mm-hmm. when you took Smalling, I didn't want to go Lamella Alderweireld, which is why I, I shifted up mm-hmm. and then took uh, Alderweireld and your boy Mikhail Antonio, Mikhail. who is going to be last uh, listed as a defender next year. And like I said, he's going to be absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. brilliant oh, brilliant. absolutely. So my next pick, you know, I'll give everybody a little surprise on my next pick. We're not really a surprise, but the guy I'm picking didn't play in the Premier League next year. That is my next target, and he's a forward. So that is my next target. Lacazette? Mm. No. Mm. He's, Canadi- he's Canadian, Kevin. Wait, what? Josie he's- Altador? <laughs> he's Canadian. Wait, he's American, just plays in Canada. Who's Canadian. Andre Gray. Oh, so he's Canadian? Yeah, he plays for the Canadian national team. I had less than no idea. You know, it's not great. <laughs> unless unless I'm completely mixing him up with another Andre Gray that's, you know, plays oh, for... I, I believe you. I have not frequently... I, I bet you money I've seen more of the Canadian women's team than I have of the men's team. Mm, I've seen more of the Canadian women's team, too. Oh, what do you mean? No, in, in football, because they, they did the Women's World Cup last year. All right, I lied. He, he, he's English. I was thinking of the. I was thinking of the other. There's another gray that plays, but it's not him. Okay, so I lied. Just completely delete that whole stupid, hit, stupid thing. But that's who I'm. <laughs> but that's who I'm. That's who I'm targeting. Andre Andrew Gray. gray. He I like won it. the. He won the Golden Boot last year in the championship. So yeah, I mentioned to you, I'm much more of a Sam Vokes guy. I'm not even sure he's draftable. Um, but in the official FPL game, if you're looking for a cheap complimentary option, think think like Dini and Agallo this year. Yeah, if one's great. doing well, the other one's doing well. Yeah, there's only a couple guys that I would actually look at from the championship that are getting promoted from uh, from in this draft. Uh, Gray being one, uh, Ross McCormick being another. He's basically like the Matt Ritchie. He's getting a lot of Matt Ritchie love. Yeah. I love Abel Hernandez. The last time we yeah. talked about this, yeah. Hall hadn't come up yet. I've loved yeah. him ever since he was at Palermo. Such a tidy player. Yeah, and that's my third. That would, that would that'd be the third guy that I would think of. Yeah. He's uh, basically the Rhodes Callum Wilson. From Middlesbrough. Yeah, he's the Callum Wilson to Gray's Agalu. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, so currently as my team sits, um, like I said, my first two picks, Alexis Sanchez and Roberto Firmino. <laughs> then I picked Firmino under the assumption that Coutinho could leave. And then with my next pick, picked Coutinho <laughs> in case he doesn't. Um, <laughs> that's like the most expensive handicap I've ever seen. Or Sorry, handcuff I've ever seen in any fantasy format. Then I go for Cesc Fabregas, who has a lot of value in this format. Because all of those tackles, chances created, all that stuff counts. Then I went Toby Alderweireld and Mikhail Antonio. Uh, as far as people on the board, I just kind of got screwed back to back. I was kind of eyeing Cresswell and Lamella for my next uh, picks. Both of them get picked uh, right before me. I, I think I might go Danny Rose, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Um he hasn't been picked yet. The Champions League thing is going to get in the way, but when he plays, he's great. Led the de- led all defenders and assists with eight. Um, so he, he's definitely a good pick. Uh, Musa Dembele, also an interesting option in this thing. I, I'm just trying to look further down the draft to see what position will be harder to find late on um, to decide whether I want to go midfield or defense. And, and I already mentioned my, my team thus far. I, I haven't been playing uh, Tottenham homers, but we're in that that area where everybody's like B and C options are, are the guys to look at. Manuel Lanzini still on the board, which is interesting. Defoe 
is much better in the official game than in this because he does very little outside of just scoring goals. Um, Jose Font is interesting. The the two big ones that we're waiting on the shoes to drop are uh, Sissoko and Wijnaldum. Mm-hmm. If either of them end up staying in the Premier League, those could be huge. <laughs> when you're talking about strikers, I think Lacazette will be really interesting. Um, I think once he finds out that none of the big clubs are really calling, he may settle for West Ham. And Lacazette has already played with Payet, uh, a front four of Lacazette, Lanzini, Payet, and Faguli is dirty. That, that's, I'd like I'd like to see him. It's, I, I wish Stoke would pony up some bucks. Well, He'd look it, looks great. Like, it looks like Stoke are going to get Berahino, actually. Yeah, should, I should we talk that. about him at Just all? So, Probably no, not. Because he's not really fantasy relevant, even though he just got picked in this, this past round. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have done that either. Maybe no. Mark Noble. Mark Noble's still on the board. Oh, yeah, crap. I, I might go Mark he, Noble. You know who you know who's on the on the board still, and he's a top six. To, I think he's a six or seven scoring mm-hmm. midfielder in this format, or he might have just got taken. Mark Albrighton. I think he just got took. Oh, he, he did just get took. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's a good shout. But I'm really hesitant on all those Leicester guys. I'm literally hesitant on all Leicester and Tottenham players because of the Champions League. Because I mm-hmm. don't know how they're going to do that. Because Ranieri is a crazy person. And everyone was like, oh, he really calmed down this year. No, he had one competition no. the entire season. They were out mm-hmm. of the FA Cup in January. Only had to worry about one thing. He's going to have to start missing with lineups. Pochettino likes to play two full 11s, which means a lot of your star guys could fall on the wrong side of that line. <sighs> yeah, not as, not as huge a fan of that. All right, well, we didn't mean to go into Premier League, but we're doing this live draft. It is interesting. You can follow us talking about it uh, on Twitter. And uh, I think you're doing the live draft Saturday, yeah? Yeah, I'll be involved in that, too. Cool. I just yeah, got so we'll, waiting, for all the, waiting for all the info to get sent over. Yeah, so keep an eye on the Playtaga official account. At Fantasy Gaffer is John Wallen, who's running it. And then me, at Kevroff, he's at Smokey underscore Loogie. Uh, so just check on that Saturday as we're going to be doing a big old Google Hangout thing. Uh, and a live draft there. Uh, so that wraps today. <laughs> the official Euro game sucks. Congrats to the Blue Smoke guy for being real good. Uh, we're meh. And uh, hopefully we can turn it around with the one transfer we get this week. Yay, one transfer. <laughs> All right, tell the folks where they can get you. Uh, as Kev said before, you can find me on Twitter, Smoke underscore Loogie. You know, follow follow this weekend. You know, if we're going to be doing a live draft, anybody's interested in that. They have a da- some downtime from a lot of footy going on on Saturday. Uh, and I, I do all my contributing at rasball.com. I do baseball and soccer. Not really going on in soccer right now because I only really cover Premier League. But check me out on the baseball side. And that's all I got. I'm lead a boring existence. <laughs> I'm the other host, Kevin DeVries. You can find me on Twitter at Kevroff. We're doing daily Euro 2016 updates uh, the day that you're listening to this. Uh, already available will be the England update where we had... Um, Jim Knight, uh, who represents Leicester and England for us, and uh, Jamie Smith, who will be on a lot more now that Burnley have been promoted. We had a really good talk about uh, Roy's tactics, if Bale's free kick was a better free kick than Joe Hart's save was a blunder, all that kind of stuff, so be sure to check that out. They are going up daily. Tomorrow will be me and Dan Fitzpatrick breaking down all three games, Um, so just keep it locked over there. Like I said, keep keep it locked to us uh, as we do more uh, Premier League stuff already. It's already time to ramp up. I'm in the middle of doing all my rankings. Um, I, uh, probably not going to release those. Maybe, maybe just give some people heads ups on, on surprise picks. Um, but yeah, so that's us for this show. I wish I could tell you which day is going to be best, but with all these extra recordings I'm doing, I know Rob's a busy man himself, uh, but we'll, we'll definitely get one next week. 
Ho- yeah. hopefully in a timely fashion. Well, um, well, Trump will probably get one after the uh, the third the third round of yeah, games. Like, I'm thinking like aim for Sunday night, maybe. Well, that would be the end of this round. Oh. Hmm. So, like I said, we don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll tweet it out because uh, clearly we don't know either. But Rob, seriously, uh, it's been great chatting to you. Sorry we didn't have as much goofy fun on this for you guys, uh, but we're not really in great moods with how awful this UEFA game is. So we hate we hate everybody. We're not even friends anymore right now. So yeah, yeah, it's sad. We're, we're breaking. Somebody yokoed us, and yeah, we totally got yokoed. I'm just waiting for my edible arrangement to come to say I'm sorry. <laughs> As you said, that and the beer from the Anfield Index, guys. Where you yeah, at? Are they, are they sending it? Probably not. No, no, scousers. <laughs> Bunch of scousers. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, like I said, we'll be back sometime. Talking fantasy at your face. Hope you catch us then. Peace.